Hello and welcome to the Tyrants in Training podcast. I am the host Kevin Ryan. Today's tyrant and guest is executive producer and showrunner David H. Steinberg. David has written and worked on things such as American Pie 2, American Pie Presents the Book of Love and Boys Rules, and the Netflix series No Good Nick. David is very lovely and if you are a writer I would encourage to find him on social media because his posts are very helpful. And now here are some out of context tyrannical ramblings from David. And you're like, okay, Finland, I've been to Finland, it's nice, but I don't think it's the best place in the world. You have to let go of your ego in service of coming up with the better idea. Your ways are confusing to me and I don't trust you. So I, the only way solution I know is violence. You can find Terrence in training on podcast apps that play podcasts like Google Podcasts and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and whatever else. Uh, thanks for listening. If you don't mind liking and subscribing, that'd be great and enjoy. But okay, so David, you are a writer and showrunner and filmmaker, right? Yes. So, especially as a showrunner, you've, you've, I mean, you've dealt with a big team, right? And you've had to be like diplomatic and everything, right? Yes. If you were going to run your own country, would you go like that, do you think? Or would you go, no, now's my chance to just decide everything. There's no negotiation. I think, the well, the advantage of working in a, in a TV writer's room is that mm. there's lots of opportunities to discover that you're wrong. And I think if you'd asked me 20 years ago, uh, uh, let's see, I'm 53 now. I have to remember how old I am. If you'd asked me when I'm 30, I would be like, look, I'm going to make the decisions because I'm a pretty smart guy and I don't trust other people. And I think I can do a pretty good job. In fact, I'm going to do a better job than most people. So just let me take over. But the one, one of the things that I've learned as I've gotten older is that I don't know as much as I thought I did. And right. when you're in a writer's room and there's a bunch of people pitching ideas, you come into, the, when you're the showrunner and you've created a show, you come into that room with an idea of how you're going to do everything. And maybe we broke on our show 10 episodes before we even hired a single writer. Yeah. But then when you're in the room and people are pitching ideas and they're maybe doing better ideas or they're finding a problem with your idea, you have to let go of your ego and in service of coming up with the better idea. And a bad manager doesn't listen to the people that are in the organization right right and part of being a showrunner on a tv show is you're not just a writer and you're not just a creative person but you're also managing personalities and you're supervising the production so there's like a 150 200 people that are like theoretically you know they they work for netflix but you know they're under your your control in, in some way and you have to delegate and people know more than you and people have specialization. So to walk into a situation, if you're running a country or running a TV show and saying like, I'm going to make all the decisions seems like a pretty stupid way of going. So I'm going to go hardcore, uh, going to take advice from other people. So actually with that, then I'll start with this question for you. Now, assuming we're going to, we're going to make you an island, right? So you won't be taking over any country. We'll make you an island yeah. later. Where we're going to say the island is going to fit 10 million people. Okay, so yeah. that they'll all come in and they'll all know whatever you decide now, they'll they'll know what's up, you know, and they'll happily join the country anyway. When they join, would you have rather you had your own, like, council of advisors that you'll select, you know, like you'll say, I'm going to have 10 people and they're my advisors kind of run the country, the, the mundane everyday tasks of running the country? Or would you allow those 10 million citizens to uh, elect like or to vote for a senate like of 100 senators and you know they can do the everyday 
government life? I think in the beginning, I'd probably go with the the, the first choice. I'd want to, you know, select the team. Yeah. People that I know and trust. And, you know, that's the that's the scary part of, about a democracy, right, is that, hmm. you know, the people can make a mistake and they can elect Donald Trump. And, you know, that's democratic process. And all of a sudden you say, OK, well, sometimes a majority of people can be wrong. Yeah. Make a dumb decision. Yeah. And that can happen down the road. So I think it, when you're starting your own country on this island, you want to have like your team in place that is going to get it off on the right foot instead of just starting with the chaos. Let's just. So, you know, it's maybe a little anti-democratic to begin with. You know, I think we can like have elections, that, you know, as things go. But you want to like establish your like foundational rules, your constitution, you know, like the, the philosophy of what you're trying to do. And hopefully everyone agrees with it. But you want to like write your constitution that that isn't going to really change to reflect your vision for this country. And then, you know, then you can let the chaos reign as it goes on but i think in the beginning i would want my own people okay so at the beginning what i'm going to do is i'm going to take notes as well because i'm acting as kind of an advisor so i just want to write the notes yeah. so i can send them out to people and tell sure. them what's up. so we're going to set up a council for you they're your people they can help run the government and then we'll tell the civilians oh look we promise in the future sometime you'll, you'll get yeah. votes fine by the way what would what do you want everyone to call you I mean, you can, you, you know, what title, official title do you want? I, I think that I would want to have a, a sort of no, respectful, like, a respectful one, you know, like. God King? No. No, not a king. I think it would be like, you know, a, like a president, a CEO type thing or, Ooh, or CEO. you know, prime, mini prime minister would be fine. But I think like when you're, when you start to like have it be a regal title or a, a member of the peer, a, a peer of the realm, that just seems like uh that then you're making distinctions that like, well, you can't be a peer because you weren't born into it. Anything that's hereditary, I think is, is wrong. So you don't want to like go in the direction of things that were like, I'm closer to God than you are. Yeah. It's got to be like, anyone can do this job. It could be like administrator. I don't care what the title is. It could be a chief administrator. Let's chief call it administrator. That. Okay. Chief sure. administrator, uh, administrator, David, chief admin, I'll put down. Now, is it okay if people shorten that to just the initials and call you uh, CAD? Sure. Chief I mean, Administrator you Gate. Yeah. CAD. Yeah. D -D. Sure. Okay. You paused when, when I said that. Are you not really I was, happy? I wasn't, sure if the, I wasn't sure if the D was me or if it was something else. Oh, right. D is, no. is, my, is my name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. CAD. Okay. So CAD. Could have, been, could have been Chief Administrative Dummy. I mean, what happens if people do turn around and say the D is for dummy? Are they if I'm doing, doing something dumb? I mean, look, I, I think the, the point is that in a civil society, you want to earn people's respect. And if people think I'm doing something dumb, then I, I don't think name calling is productive, but I'm not going to like make that against the law. You know, okay. so I'm not Elon Musk here who's going to start banning you because you call him a name. So right now, at the moment, we won't be um, penalizing people for calling you dummy. No. Okay, right now you're fine. Okay. Um, where do you want the island to be located, actually, uh, in the world? Any any place you want? Um I somewhere with good weather, good weather, maybe outside of the That's, hurricane belt, somewhere where there's not hurricanes. I, uh, see, I would have said near Ireland, but good weather threw me there. Um, well, let's see if how I about get... like, uh, well, it's not gonna, I don't want to be like up in the Arctic Circle, I don't want to be like on like north of Scotland. I, like, you want warm uh, weather, you want nice. Well, it doesn't have to be like the Bahamas, but it could be like even like, uh, like in the UK, they have like vacation places like Isle of Wight type, those are nice, you, right? What about um, the Mediterranean? That's that's kind of free. Okay, yeah. sure. 
somewhere okay, around right. there. How about, how, about in Gre- how about in Greece? How about in the Aegean? Oh, just just south? Yeah, just south of Greece. Well, like, it, like you know, any of the islands out there could be one of the Greek islands could be like near Eos or something. Right. We'll put you near Greece. Uh, Near Greece. Any ideas for a name? Name of the island? What are we going to call it? Uh, No. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't go anywhere near your name. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't no, be it, just, it, it just sounds, I think it sounds, I'm, I'm trying to do like a, a real version and it, I don't want it to be like silly. I mean, you could come up with like a, oh. <laughs> uh, like a game, Game of Thrones, but you don't want it to be like Dave of Tron or, you know, Daveville. That sounds <laughs> right. too silly, but it could be like, uh, you know, oh, I've got a, I've got a good one. How about, now this is going to go against what I just said about not being silly about Fabulon. <laughs> it sounds like a transformer. Fabulon. Yeah. Okay. I, I presume that's for fabulous. Yes. Lon. Yes. Okay. Fabulon. Okay. <laughs> it's either a transformer or makeup or something. And I um, said it wasn't going to be silly, but now yeah, it's called Fabulon. <laughs> that's how the podcast usually starts with people saying, well, I'm going to try and take this seriously. And then yeah. um, Fabulon. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, uh, just for the, the mythos around this island and you, because you're the, you're the cat here, right? What are we going to be telling people? Like, how did you find the island? How did you come across like, becoming the the cat of fabulon well, i don't think it was like an undiscovered island i think it was like oh, you know sale. an island that was uh that was just not inhabited because mm. you know maybe it was too rocky or something and we like you know sent a team of engineers to like make it fertile soil and i don't know we made it ha- habitable right so you personally sent a team of engineers to make it habitable yeah <laughs> What any reason why? I'm just curious. Why. Well, I mean, like, what are my choices? I have to take an island where there already are people and get rid of them all and take it over. I don't. Oh, think, it, yeah. Or it's an island that no one's discovered yet. That already, I mean, everything on Earth has already been discovered, and I assume this is taking place on Earth and not another yeah. planet. <laughs> yes, it is. So <laughs> you know, then you're not giving me a lot of choices. It's either a place that people have already discovered and people live there, or they don't live there. But so like, I, okay. an undiscovered island is a little hard to imagine. Okay, so do I have it right? So you're saying you were given a choice by someone to either take over an island or to take over or to make this place. Yeah, populated island that we were going to like take over by force or because we have to have our people like come and populate it. We can't take the existing population and convert them. So we don't want to like force anyone to leave. Mm. So we just got an uninhabited, you know, to be like like a James Bond villain, you know, you just have an island that is like in the middle of nowhere that doesn't have right. any people. And then you just like build some stuff build. to make it, you make it habitable. So can I just ask when you're saying that you were given a choice, do you, who gave you that choice? Uh, I thought you did. <laughs> oh no, I did. No, I'm just a voice inside your head in this game. I'm not, I'm not a physical person, so you can't do anything to me. I mean, I don't I'm know. Just... Do I have, do I have like an army? I, did, I don't believe in like using force to like. Oh um... yeah. No, I just thought the way you were saying it is that you were given, but someone gave you this like ultimatum to either set up no. an island by force or by. Um... No, just in my head, I was thinking yeah. like, if you're going to like start an island, your choices are a one that already has people or one that doesn't have people. And I think okay. we'll go, we'll go just with the option of not having people already. Because I don't okay. want to have to like do anything, you know. Okay, but we can say that that. So you were just thinking one day, how would you take, how would you run run your own country? And you decided, well, I'm not going to take over by right. force of exactly. place. And we're going, oh, fair enough. Uh, is there any is there any uh, rules on the 10 million people who are joining Fabulon? Like any uh, any rules against uh, people joining? Like, are you are you checking like, for criminal records or like immigration rules? Yeah, or anything like that, or is it just look whoever wants to come. Everyone come in. 
I mean, I'd like to go on on the um, towards the free immigration side of things. Sure. But I mean, you, when you bring up the point like, well, well, criminal records, I'm like, oh, well, that's a good point. Because now if yeah. I say, well, sure, anyone can join. And then it's like, OK, well, we're just letting all the prisoners out of the prison and they're going to go to your island. So, I mean, maybe there would I think if you want to be a citizen of Fabulon, you probably want to like, you know, believe in our mission and our and our society and maybe you take like when you become a citizen of a country you take an oath to that country so i think that like having a past criminal record um that you've served your time doesn't prohibit you from becoming a, a citizen of my country right but if you're like currently a criminal you know i don't want to let people out of prison to come join us but if you you've served wait. just if you're a, you know have a criminal record that's shouldn't prevent prevent you from like getting a fresh start so you know i think we're we're okay as long as people um, are joining the island for with the right intention and like take the, you know, citizenship oath or whatever it is. Yeah. And, you know, obey the laws. And if you don't obey the laws, then we have a criminal system. So if you, um, so what you're saying is serial killers, mass murderers, if you're still in prison, wait your turn, we'll get you and you're out. I think the mass murderers and serial killers usually, at least in, in the United States, don't typically get paroled. I think they're in there yeah. for life. So the serial killers, if you've killed more than one person, typically you don't get out ever. But as long as you've only killed one person, you're welcome to join once well, you're out. I mean, there's a there's a lot of situations you say, well, you killed a person, obviously you can't be, you know, a member of society anymore. Well, I mean, there's degrees yeah. of there's first degree murder, there's killing a cop, you know, there's like killing babies, and then there's like Oh, you were in a bar fight and you hit a guy and you hit him too hard and it was manslaughter. It wasn't murder because you hit him too hard and he died and you regretted it the rest of your life and you served 10 years and it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Mm. And that person, you know, deserves a second chance. There's not it's not black and white. There's gray areas. And and that's why the criminal justice system has um, degrees of murder, murder, manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter. And you could like be drunk driving and hit someone. And that's a horrible crime. And you deserve to go to jail. But that's not a life sentence. It's an so, accident. So there, so they, so they would be allowed in, like once, once after they serve yeah. their sentence. Yeah, I mean, they're allowed to be in the United States after they serve the sentence. After you get out of jail, sure. you're allowed to. In some states, you're allowed to vote against. Other states, you're not. I think if after you, in my view, once you've served your sentence and sort of paid your quote unquote debt to society, you should be reinstated back to the where you were before. And whatever you, your rights were before should be your rights again. So they're allowed in and the mass murderers and baby killers. Or no, they're not allowed in, but the other ones Mass are. murders and baby killers not. are not allowed in okay, because they're not good. getting out of jail. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's fine. I have it down. They're not on the They're not on Fabulon. Um, what type of house do you want? A house for like the, the cad house, like the palace type thing? Oh, the cad house. Yeah, or the cad palace. Yeah. What, what kind of, are you saying what house for like everyone else or like? Oh, no, like, for you. Yeah, for you. You know, uh, my taste runs towards sort of a modern architectural thing. So I don't think palace or anything like that. That would be mm. like kind of just a waste of space. Just kind of like a, you know, it's an island. So maybe something with a nice view. It could be just, you know. If By the coast? Be um, yeah, like a beach house. You know, and like, I mean, if it's, if we're like have to have business meetings there and like, you know, the council is meeting there, I guess we have to have some meeting rooms. So, but, you know, it's just like, it doesn't need to be like huge just because we like the kind of thing you might see in Malibu. You know, Sorry, like a, I are you going to work from home then? Oh, you're, yeah. I, you're not going into the city no. to go into the government building or anything. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I like the people, if you want to meet, you could come to me or we can do a Zoom. Like, we don't have yeah. to meet in person. Work from home is is clearly 
much better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, when you say meet the people, do you mean just your, your council or do you mean like any citizen can kind of uh, arrange an appointment? Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't think like 10 million people are going to be maybe meeting with people all day long. Might you know, be, like yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I would go and like hang out and talk to the populace mm. from time to time. But for the most part, I prefer to stay home in my real life. And I think I'd prefer to stay home as the chief administrator of this island as well. So like, you know, I would go out from time to time, you know, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not like a shut in where I have, I can't leave the house, but I also like to sleep late and like not, yeah, relax, not wear pants and stuff. Yeah. So I will, I will make sure the beach house is built on the coast, lovely view, the, the, the water will be beautiful around Greece as well. And yeah. we'll have high walls to keep the riffraff out, no meetings, you're relaxing, Cat is relaxing. Well, well, we could do some meetings, just not, not like everyone. But yeah, not, not, yeah um okay so your country of fabulon what unusual list would your country be top of in the world well it's not unusual but we'd be the the uh, uh citizen satisfaction like i want people to feel like they're in the best place like you know it's like in scandinavian countries always like are like on the list like the best places to live in the world is always finland and you're it's like a, yeah. okay finland i've been to finland it's nice but i don't think it's the best place in the world really so you're having a dig at finland okay i mean um... it's, it's I was only in Helsinki, but it was beautiful and I really, really liked it. But like, you know, it's not like got ideal weather. It's rubbish weather. I mean, it's nice a couple days a year. <laughs> okay. Actually, yeah, I but, would say Finland is always near the top, isn't it? Or top of the list. Yeah, it's always like, yeah. it's like anything in Scandinavia. It's like Finland or like Denmark. It's like what? the best city in the world to live is Copenhagen or Helsinki. Yeah. So you have a grudge against both. So what we can do is we can take... um we can take a lot of citizens from there or we can really do a drive to get a lot of those citizens citizens over because they seem easily impressed yeah right? but yeah. also i think yeah and i think that also they have a good attitude like i mean not compared i'm not comparing them to other european countries just compared to americans i think that the we would like to, to like take a lot of people from scandinavia because they seem to be like pretty chill mm, okay we can get them over and then we're not going to force people to be happy though right we're not going to give them like mind-altering drugs or anything they're no just, no they're it's going to be, be like no we're not going to like well i mean they can take mind-altering drugs if they want to but we're not going to like put it into the water no. supply we, we in, feed them like a pill is it or... we're not going to trick them oh okay yeah yeah we want it's like i think it's it's a fundamental like neediness that i want them to like you know the system i want them to like vote like honestly that this is the best because we're doing such a good job i like i want the satisfaction of a job well done i don't want people to be like oh we think this is the best place in the world because we're scared of you or because we're drugged we want them to, i want to be like okay what can i do to make it better it's like i know we're right. getting a 85 percent approval uh, approval rating how can we get that higher what can we do to to get to you know it's all about customer satisfaction and in, in our island. so you're really pushing customer satisfaction no mind altering drugs and, right. Okay. Okay. We'll go with that. I have, a, I have a um an awkward question to ask. Though your advisors have come to from the council, they said unfortunately a um scandal has has happened that involves you. Um, that the okay. people are going to find out about. Now yeah. I'll just at this point I'll mention this is a lighthearted entertainment podcast. So you know the mm. scandal isn't something that's god awful. It's something that yeah. people will go oh mm, didn't really like the cad for doing that. But the good thing is you get to pick. You get to decide what the scandal is that's going to come out. So if there was a scandal going to come out, what one would they would they find out about? I guess it would probably just be like constant orgies or something, you know, like, <laughs> like sex-related would be a better scandal. I mean, I think it would be, we would have a pretty liberal policy on 
drugs anyway so that's kind of not going to be a scandal yeah, like yeah so like it's probably be and, and of course i'm married so that's going to be a, that's why it's a scandal oh it's you at know. your beach house yeah so like just you know right. and completely consensual and by the way i think that yes. you know sex work is going to be legal anyway so it's not like we're doing anything illegal but it's going to be um you know just like so, probably just like orgies so or it's just how long did it last or do you know what actually i think the better thing is your counsel said that look some people are a bit shocked by it and we know this is a very easygoing very happy country orgies are fine and all that but we still think the amount of it we think uh cad uh david you should go on the nightly news and you know mm-hmm. sit down kind of like frost nixon um yeah. with the interviewer's name is um anderson and explain to him maybe what's gone on so might say yeah if you don't mind doing that is that okay yeah sure um yeah, yeah so i suppose as anderson actinism um i just want to say thank you for coming along to the nightly news cad um i know you're very busy oh, you're welcome i'm happy um, to be here happy to set the record clear and it needs to be to be honest because what's gone on what we've dubbed orgy gate i mean we can't talk about anything else until we deal with this first i have to ask why i mean look let me just be clear up front that this was completely consensual this is a bunch of adults just having a good time and you know i think that as a country we have to be very careful about imposing our morality on other people people are just doing something that doesn't affect you just let them be and that's my attitude and that was the attitude of all the people who participated so you're saying it was consensual, everyone was happy there, and stay out of your business, is what yeah. you're, you're saying. Yeah. But the, re- the reason why your critics are, are going on about this, because there were 600 people there, and yeah. they were kind of saying, my God, Cad, have some self-control. I mean, it lasted seven months. So, <laughs> I mean, everyone's very impressed. But, again, why? why? Why did you try? Was it a world record? Or what was it just something? How many times have you done this? Well, <laughs> The seven it, month orgy was only a, was a one time thing. We were, and we what was were, the previous uh, highest amount you've gone? Because this can't be your pre- first one. Nobody well, does a seven month one straight off the bat. Typically, they're only weekend retreats. But this time, we really were just, uh, you know, it was there were so many people that it's just basically math. If you want to inv- yes. be involved and participate and and um, you know have an experience with each of the different people 600 people is too many to 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 do in in a in a weekend <laughs> but really. of course and and the thing is i mean you know your well, you your support some a little bit your supporters have said that it's very impressive and everything and and just the sheer logistics of it yeah is very very good but critics also pointed out that half your council was busy organizing that um and yeah. you know the country suffered so i mean do you promise to keep doing them I mean, there's also, there's apparently RG Gate 2023 is coming. So I, I don't, you know. We think that, that this could be a huge benefit to Fa- Fabulon as a, as a tourist attraction. If we made this an annual event, not seven months, obviously that would be too long because we wouldn't get anything done. But if we made it just like a one month. Um, one you know, month. Like just maybe it's February. Maybe it's the shortest month. February. Yeah, because the weather's nice in Fabulon. So it's you just take the shortest month. And you and you know how like in Germany they have like Oktoberfest, right? Well, You're... in our island we would just have well you know you can make up a name for it yourself. <laughs> Trying to think of an F word that might go with it, but I'm not quite sure. So February, we, we, R- could have a con- we could have a contest where the citizens could come up with possible names. So February RG Fun Time is here to yeah. stay, is what you're saying. On February, I think, and it doesn't have to just be you know citizens. It could be like like a 
a huge money-making opportunity for um, you know pe people all over the world to come to our island and you know share in our festivities at your beach house. So well, I wouldn't have to. No, I think all countrywide for the. For the for the future, you know, we would probably, you know, have to have like a, a pavilion or something. I don't know. We would we maybe right. build like, you know, an Olympic uh, village. So you're, well, I mean, same thing then, isn't it? You just have the yeah, Olympic, same sure. thing. Okay. Yeah, we, would do the, we would do like the Olympic village without the sports. Right. So, and then hopefully one, well, every four years, the Olympics is, right? Yeah. So on the fourth yeah. year, then you have a bit of sports just to break yeah. it up. Oh, okay. Very good. We, uh, so we build and we get sponsorship from like corporations to like pay for the building of the like facilities. Who is sponsoring <laughs> Who do you think is sponsoring the? I don't know. Orgy Anheuser Pavilion? Busch, maybe. Uh, uh, like the, the beer brands, uh, maybe like uh, some perfume companies. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be a good idea actually to get in. Yeah. Okay. We yeah, I'm looking forward to that. To be honest, it sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe like Audi. Why Audi? <laughs> Why Audi? <laughs> okay, Audi, the Audi Stadium. <laughs> They've insisted on on the name um audi stadium great honestly i think that interview is fantastic yeah i think i think your detractors are very excited in many ways by the way on your in your country of fabulon what seemingly mundane thing is banned oh that's a good question um what would i ban well you know i think my attitude is to try to like convince people to not do things that are my pet peeve instead of forcing them not to do it so i don't think we have to ban things i think i want to try to like just keep berating people if there's a pet peeve that bugs me i would just keep doing you know speeches about how it's annoying but i don't banning it i think is like then people are just going to do it illegally because you so, know it's like oh i don't want you to do drugs so i'm going to make it illegal and you're just going to do drugs behind you know illegally. and then it's harder to catch them right yeah um yeah. So, so do you have a pet peeve in mind like putting two spaces after a period so if people are doing that you're going to break them as in stop it you don't need to it's like you're yeah you're just wasting space it's not 1950 you're not using a typewriter you just need one space because like computers it's all proportional fonts you don't need to have two spaces like a typewriter and you're just wasting space so, so it's, it's stupid but if you want to do it i'm not going to say you can't you're just being stupid so it's February the 10th and you're saying, hey, look, just, I don't mean, I'm not calling you stupid. It's just a stupid thing. And they're like, David, I'm in the middle of something here. Audi right. Stadium is packed. You don't need to tell me this right now. Um, <laughs> but you're not going to, you're not going to imprison anyone. I mean, we can no, do that. No, I think, Easy. I think that our penal system is like very fair. And like, we don't ban things just because I don't like them. We only make things illegal if it's going to be a detriment to society, if it's, you know, obviously you can't kill people. There's not going to be theft and embezzlement. Mm. You know, there's like the basic crimes the are the basic crimes. Yeah. But like the moral crimes are the ones where we take a very Scandinavian view. That's because a lot of our population is from Scandinavia. Right. So it's like, you know, leave people alone. You know, people can be whoever they want to be. We're very supportive, like LGBTQ. And we're like, you know, drugs, sex work. It doesn't matter um, as long as you know, you're like not hurting anyone else. People, um, people, I'll just let you know that a lot of the citizens have, have started doing uh, triple spaces. Uh, yeah. So is that, are we, are we still doing the same amount? Or are we going, no, no, we need to stop this. Okay. A week in prison or anything. No, no. I think the way to get people to, to I mean, if you've ever had kids, you, you need the, the way to get them to not do that is to just ignore it. It's like, okay, you're now you're putting three spaces. You're just trying to like, 
you're trying to uh, troll me. Yes, and yes. I'm not going to take the bait. I'm not a dummy. Right. I'm not going to be like, no, three spaces. You Now you're going too far. We're enacting a lot. Yeah. You're just trolling me. And the more I respond, the more you're going to do it. So it's like, hey, you want to be my guest. Can, I, I have to actually, I'm just going to step away from podcast for a second just to say that yeah. should I ever be in a writer's room? The yeah. first thing I'm doing is handing you a script with three spaces. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna look so weird. It's gonna be like plus it's gonna be like, why is the script too long? And then I'll be going, ha ha ha. I'm pretty sure I should see my way out now. But okay, back to the podcast. Right. Okay, we don't have to ban anything like that. Oh, here might be a fun one. Um, your news station. Uh you mightn't like this, but usually in a country you'll have the news channel will be a pro-government at some point, right? Yeah. And to be honest, everyone's happy anyway, so they're quite happy with CAD. What fantastical fact about you do you want the news station to repeat to the citizens? Hmm. I mean, maybe they could uh, exaggerate my height because I'm, I'm quite short. So, you know, that would be helpful to me if, like, they were just kind of, like, make me be average height. like Eight, eight foot? No, just the, like, hey, if they were said I was, like, 5'10", I'd be happy. Because oh, okay. I'm really five, I'm really five foot four, and like when people see me in person, like Tom Cruise, when you see me in person, you're like wow, he's quite short in person. Right. I thought he was gonna be much taller, so I'd rather have people like see me in person, and be like, oh, I thought you were much taller, and be surprised that I'm short. But then, but their impression of me when they don't see me is that I'm quite tall. So we'll say that you're five foot, uh, five foot ten. Yeah. Okay. I'm I mean, I'm gonna... not trying to be greedy here. I'm not gonna be like I'm six two. That's just silly. There's no way no one's right. gonna believe that I'm six foot two. But 5'10", I think, you know, if you just see me on TV, you might think that's possible. Um, great answer. I'm just going to repeat the question. What fantastical fact? <laughs> <laughs> you told I'm 5'10". <laughs> well, okay, it's fantastical to me. <laughs> this is a wild country of Babylon. <laughs> uh, hey, if that's what you want, that's the thing about being a ruler. If that's what you want, we're doing it. No questions asked. Um, he's 5'10". The whole documentary on it. <laughs> God, I do have a that? I do have a piece of um, fake information yes. that's on, on my IMDb. Before the whole thing about fake news and Donald Trump ever started, yeah. twenty years ago, before even people imagined that there was a thing called fake news. Yes, I did a little prank on IMDb. Right. Um, because you could edit your IMDb. IMDb is where you list yes. your film and TV credits. And on my IMDb, I thought it'd be funny to put a fake piece of information and and i tried to make up one that sounded very believable oh yeah made up. that's the way so i made yeah. up i said that david h steinberg is the great grandson of max planck the founder of quantum theory completely yes. random completely made up not true at all but it's been on there for 20 years and from time to time, people will ask me like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're related. Because then it's like they naturally think that I'm brilliant because like the founder of quantum theory is my great grandfather. So I must know a lot about oh, like, he's clearly, yeah. physics. Yeah, just natural um, genius kind of. Going it is kind family. of sad. So sometimes when people are like get really emotional, like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. Like, what was it like growing up in the quantum? Like, and I'm like, oh, I just made that up. I was just kidding. And then they feel really stupid that they believed it. And then it's embarrassing. Oh, so it actually has turned into quite uh, not as fun as I thought it'd be because when people find out that I made it up, then they just get embarrassed and I feel bad. Did you, do you ever see those ones where um, like I have, like when you hear something back and you think that's definitely made up, but now I've repeated it so often, I don't know if it's true because the one I 
always remember is it's the one with um tom cruise has it stipulated in every contract for a movie as that there has to be a running scene yeah yeah but exactly. is that is that true just made no. it, yeah someone just made it up that's made, that's made well, up right and also like he's the producer on all his movies anyway why would he have to put that in the contract if he wants to run he's just going to tell people he's i'm going to run he doesn't like have a contract term that says i have to run Right. So, yeah, does that's why I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's made up. That's not a like well established fact. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to say, yeah, you're five foot ten is the last note I wrote down. But, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, here's a nice one. You, by the way, uh, I've seen on, because you're on Twitter, right? So, you for your yeah. birthday, you've said before, oh, yeah. hey, writers, it's my birthday. Let me read your script because yeah. I know that ended up with an avalanche of scripts being sent to you or being offered to be sent to. But are you doing that this year? Are you continuing that? Or... Yeah, it was in August, but I did it two years in a row. And people ah. often ask me why it seems kind of crazy, but I don't know. I like helping people. It seemed, seemed like a good idea. Yeah. One day, um, yeah, one day a year, I'll help people. Nice. On that note, on your island of Fabulon, um, what celebrations can the people organize for your birthday? They want to celebrate you. They're happy. I'm, I'm going to be the most boring leader of a, of a country you've ever interviewed because i don't want people i don't want to be like a situation where people think that i'm some sort of like royal person that they need to like suck up to i just want to do a good job and i want people to be happy and say you know this is a good society celebrating my birthday sounds like something you do for like a king or like some sort of like you know artificially important person and like if people know it's my birthday and they want to send me, you know, a note saying, you know, do what I would say is do something nice for someone else. Don't do something nice for me because it's just like praying to like your God leader. It just sounds like a fascist country. Well, here's counterpoint though, because your country citizens are the most happy people in the world, right? They're really satisfied with the country they're in. So you're saying there that, you know, it seems a bit like, Oh, you better worship me. I'm a King. And then they have to, but you know how if you have someone like a good friend or family and you're like, oh, it's yeah. birthday, I want to do something nice for them, right? That's even more yeah. about yourself instead of just that person. You want to do something nice yeah. for them. So your citizens want to do big celebrations for you. So you'd still be like, no, don't come near me or else go help someone I, else. I get a little embarrassed on my birthday when like everyone's mm. like paying attention to me and they're all singing happy birthday. I'm like, okay, but they can, like, they can put you thing. in a box. Yeah, they can put yeah, you in a yeah. box while they do stuff I, around you. I would say, and I know this is going to sound like I'm some sort of like selfless, like, uh, you know, patting myself on the back here. But honestly, I would rather have them not pay attention to me because I would just get embarrassed if like all the whole country is like focused on me just because it's my <laughs> like my birthday. I would be like, right. can you just like if you want to do something for my birthday, go do some community service, go like help a person in need or something or go volunteer, or go pick up trash on the highway. I don't know. Just go do something useful in in your name like yeah, go sure. do it in your if honor. it if it, if, it do, if doing it in my name is what gets you to do it great have at if it. that can be helpful in that way for you to go do some community service and you can say it's because it's my birthday then i don't care that's great great yeah i mean there are some people who have shown up um and they're not really eager to do it so a lot of your citizens are like forcing them into into labor uh, to help the country for your birthday um but that's cool yeah they're 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 happy well the people who aren't i said if you choose to i didn't say you anyone is to force them to do and i'm saying yeah but some of them are lazy and they're not helping and you know they're they're here for the cad um you're just trying to make my country bad no i'm just saying what's happening you know there's unintended consequences by the way what is your favorite movie franchise um star trek 
Star Trek. Um, yeah. Have you? I I haven't even watched. But is it Discovery? Is the like most recent one? It's on. Yeah, there's like several. There's actually four, I think. Oh, right, on the and, yeah. There's Picard and Discovery, but there's also the animated ones. There's Lower mm. Decks and Prodigy. So there's four. Well, it's probably that one. You can change if you want, but there is a movie franchise who wants to uh, film on your island of Fabulon. Okay. And I will insist this because <laughs> I have a feeling you, you don't have much interest, but they would love for you to have a little cameo. Oh, uh, I, I'm happy to be oh, you know, do cameos. Yeah. I like you know, a lot of the projects that I've um, created, I do cameos on. Like on mm. our show on Netflix, I did a like a, I didn't speak because I'm not, I can't act. But right. I like will walk through like Hitchcock. I'll walk through the scene. Yes, yes, on. yes. So you will, um, you you'll play yourself, will you, or will you play a different character, a character, or? Oh yeah, I like to play like, a character because I like to go into the makeup department and have them like, especially if it's a Star Trek thing. I like to ooh. play like an alien. So and then people and then it'd be fun to be like an Easter egg. People would be like, "Hey, did you know that's that... the chief administrator wearing the funny outfit? That's actually the chief administrator." Oh, I didn't know that. That's so interesting. So we're going to say that you're doing, I mean, God, I haven't watched Star Trek in a while. Um, is there any particular, like I'm thinking of uh, Next Generation and stuff, those characters? Yeah, sure. It could be Next Generation type show. It could be like, you know, there's like, maybe there's a movie that uh, of the Next Generation characters or some other version. Mm. And they're like going to an alien planet and there's some aliens and I'm one of them. Oh, cool. So um, let's say, um, you know, Data and and Picard and Riker and stuff they land on this island. Um, what are you? You're, are you are you in a pub or are you in? I, I don't know why suddenly I, I'm making the Star Wars the cantina scene, but you're <laughs> you're an alien. Hey, what type of alien are you going to be? Like, are you heavy in makeup? Are you basically? Well, I think it's yeah. I think it's going to be like you. You kind of can tell who I am. It's like I've got like some a uh, funny nose and some weird ears, maybe and maybe an antenna, but like not like like uh. Your Teletubby. Yeah, I'm not, not not like Jabba the Hutt, more like, you know, Teletubby. Uh, no, not a Teletubby, but you know, you could you <laughs> could tell because my face well my face would be basically the same. Okay. You could tell it was me. Okay. Teletubby is what I'm picturing to be honest. Okay, it's a it's Teletubby. With the, it's, sure. it's with the yeah. So what uh, I, I mean, we'll just say action on this. Oh, and I'm sorry, this is not going to be an accurate impression of Star Trek any character. But mm-hmm. uh now that we phase down here, we're gonna need to uh, find the nearest satellite oh is that one no it looks like an alien uh do you speak english or wait do you, well, do you... well we have the translator so, so oh yeah language, the translator uh, it'll yeah. come out as english um um are you, are, are you hostile no i think we're like you know a backwards people that like need to be um educated oh god so what so what are you doing when we meet you i uh, i don't know we'll probably have some like primitive uh culture that is like it's not an orgy is that because <laughs> <laughs> no it could be no okay so it's an orgy excuse me young young man sorry to distract you um uh we're it like a, it could be like the old star trek it could be like we we like worship a like a, a computer or something or oh. or like we have like a, a a copy of like the u.s constitution but it's been ripped apart ripped up so they, they don't know exactly all the words so they're like only or maybe it's like you know 1930s Chicago crime situation. I don't so, know. It could be some some sort of wacky scenario. So we're in a 1930s Chicago-like planet with someone who vaguely resembles a Teletubby. Yeah. That has a ripped-up constitution beside a massive computer that you're worshiping. Yeah. So it's like maybe it's like you know it's like a crime-ridden society, and we need some oh God. Ed- education about how to make our society more 
you know, egalitarian. Okay. Um, what's your name? Do you have a name or what can we call you? I'm, I'm data. Why not? I've been recast. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I guess uh, I'd have to come up with some alien sounding name. Uh, Listen, uh, Blurg. How about, yeah, Fizzbert. Fizzbert? Fizzbert was better than your idea. It's like a cartoon. Fizzbert. Well, you made me look like a Teletubby. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have a name tag. Fizzbert. Um, I, I need you to come here. Uh, put the gun down. Right. We need, we, we need access to that computer. Is that okay? Would you? I know you're worshiping it, but no, because it, because we don't understand yet. So I would probably like pull out my primitive weapon and try to kill you. Okay. Um. Right. Hands up. Right. Uh. I don't have my my guns. Um. So wait. Did your your scene is this? You're a villain. Yeah. Oh Jesus. All right. Well, that's um, why it's a cam. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm acting in the movie. I'm like you know I'm not. Also, I, I didn't I say I didn't want to be the main character. I just wanted to do a cameo. I can't be like the main person <laughs> that they're meeting. But like I'm just like a. A criminal, you oh, know that. So, so you have the gun on on Data, who is yeah. now an Irish guy. And that's why Kevin. it's fun for the people on Fabulon to see it because, like, oh, the chief administrator is playing a criminal. That's so funny. His range is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you don't. Okay, I'll just say in this scene, it's like, hey, um, hey, you don't need to do that. You can put the gun down. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> do you understand? Well, yeah. No. No interest. I don't, worked. I don't understand. Your 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 ways are confusing to me. And I don't trust you, so I the only way solution I know is violence. All right, yo. Um. Well, I'm here to rob a bank, but I need someone, and I'll split the profits fifty-fifty. You can be a rich Fizzbert. Fizzbert. Okay. Well, that sounds like a fair deal. Then let's do that. Let's, right. I I love robbing banks. Wait a minute. You better give me the gun though, so I can soup it up because you know all our technological advances. I can make it a laser. Can I have the gun? What kind of dummy do you think I am? I'm not going to give you my gun. Well, hey, I can give you this. This is an even more powerful gun, so we'll switch, right? And then I'll All fix right. that one. Okay, okay here. Okay, let's make a that, trade. That's actually a wallet, and then bang, I've shot you. Okay, good. Right, my, minor character. And scene. And scene, you're out of the picture. Can't believe yeah. you're, the, you're the first person I've had to kill. <laughs> I'll kill <laughs> off in that scene. Yeah, that was fun. That film does not do well. Well, I didn't write it. No, I wrote it, unfortunately. Um, we have, oh, here's good news, though. We have money for a major monument um, to be built. The people are very excited, right? Paul, your finance person, has come in and said, we have a lot of money, right? Yeah. Um, people really want to build something in your name. I know mm -hmm. you're not someone for that sort of thing, but what can we yeah. build? I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you an answer that you're going to hate. Ready? Oh, God, yeah. We're going to build a library. No, good. Yeah. I'm all for that. No, because you're just like, oh, you're such a do-gooder. You don't, you don't take the bait. You keep giving me these do-gooder answers instead of like taking the bait and trying to do something selfish. That's why I'm going to build a library yeah. because you know what? People need to be able to read. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like, I mean, are you aiming for something like the Alexandria Library? Yeah, I mean, sure, that'd be great. I mean, we right. kind of like if we're going to spend a little bit of money, it'd be like with like nice murals on the ceiling, you know, mm. like a nice reading room, some leather chairs. Oh, like this is a center that people could spend two and a half orgies in. Yeah. And just, mm -hmm. just, you know, yeah, bring read. the kids, you know, they can run around, read, have the children's section, read books mm. in the, like on the couches. Brilliant. Would you have, and in sections for audiobooks and stuff like that? Yeah. Brilliant. Um, And we were going to call that after you, uh, the David Library. Sure. And then your face will be on the front so people will know. It yeah. doesn't have to be my face. It could just be like a, a, an expression of like, of one of my one of my like famous sayings. I don't know what it is, but like 
what would be the famous saying i'll have to i'll insist reading, on asking like <laughs> reading, reading is reading is fundamental reading is fundamental that's a that's an american joke because um there was a there was a, a campaign in in the and i don't it must have been in the 1970s or 1980s yes that was um reading is fundamental riff i don't know it was just like a a campaign that the federal government had to like get kids to read so when i was growing up right you'd see it on tv all the time and they would just say like reading is fundamental riff Oh, they've just so, had to riff after it. Yeah. Like they would, they would say explain riff. what it meant. It would R-I-F, oh, reading gosh. is fundamental. And then they, it was like a logo. And I think maybe it was like a government program to like fund libraries. Okay. So we have reading is fundamental with a statue of your leg instead of your face and then <laughs> David Library. Yeah. Cool. Um, sorry, the sign maker actually put four spaces in between reading and is, but he's not too pushed to be honest. Didn't really care. He's well, happy enough. Well, we'll have to have a redone. Oh, okay, it's five spaces. Um, <laughs> I have bad news is knocking your door again. Um, well, it's not really bad news. Hi, it's Paul again, finance guy. Yeah. Uh, hello, Cad. I'm after checking the balance sheet there again. Turns out there was a minus sign in front of the the the, the total column. Um, so it turns out we're actually in debt, heavily in debt, and now mm. your library's after making us more in debt. So the um, IMF are after ringing. They're just saying very worried about uh, Fabulon think we might have to come in and take over and get the the finances back in order do you have any ideas how to make money quickly just well, so we don't have to do that just for like a quick spitballing idea i think mm. the first thing i would do is expand um our february festival to two months so it's february off. and march just to get more tourism are we charging for that well it's not charging like an entry fee i mean it would be more just like the hotels and and the, the economy food. side yeah, the, the economy would, yeah. would have a big benefit from all the tourism. And, I mean, they're after doing an analysis. They're saying, look, we know you've done seven months. Can you push it up to seven? That would really... I think we have to, like, keep... Because at some point, it's going to be like a bell curve where, like, the tourism um, is going to improve our revenues by making it go longer. But if you keep going for seven months, then it's going to go down again because you're not going to be able to make anything else. Like, no one's going to be able to work. So how how many months do you think you can do? I think I mean, two. I think we got to stop at two. Was it physically and economically, you can do two. Right. <laughs> right, then we, okay. Then, then people got to get back to work. Back to work. Okay. They'll, they'll probably need to lie down. And also, you know, it's like just human nature. It's like there's sort of a diminishing return um, after, you know, so much of anything good. It's going to be like you need to take a break so you can learn to appreciate it again. Um, I would say the one thing on that is that when you were explaining that to people through an address, a lot of people were like, mm, he's one to talk. He did it three and a half times more than his yeah. two yeah. months limit. Exactly. And that's why I know. That's why you know. You've been there. You've done the test. Yeah. Okay. Trust me, I know. Seven is too long. Unfortunately, I, I actually have three questions for it, but um, potentially very bad news. Your captain, your, your chief of police in the yeah. country, um, he's after informing us that um, there was a coup attempt. A mm -hmm. uh, lot of frustrated civilians who they've been waiting for this promised election, you know. Uh, so they decided, screw it, we're going to get rid of them um, violently, and because a lot of them, you know, had previously been in jail for for violent yeah. crimes. There's two and a half million of them, quarter of the country, if I have my maths right. What do we do with them? Well, I mean, we promise the elections. We just we we have to put the elections on on the calendar. So I think, you know. We have to deliver what we promise. We can't be, uh, you know, 
right. luring them to the island under false pretenses. You know, we can't we can't support violence. So like, um, you know, the violent protesters, peaceful protesting is fine. Demanding right. elections is fine. Resorting to violence is not fine. Then we're going to send out, you know, the military, the police to like stop the violence. But so we're going to we're going to stop the violence using force. So you're going to kill two and a half million protesters. No, we're going to arrest, arrest oh. the violent people. OK, we're not going to kill them. We're not I, thought, I thought when you said by force, I thought it was just like to stop them. Right. No, we're going to okay. arrest the people who are breaking the law. Yes. And then we're going to have referendums. And, you know, we've already set up the, the government on how it's going to operate. So now is the time to, like, have the elections. So you're putting those in jail, I assume, if you're arrested. Yeah. Right. Um, a lot of them have actually gone up for election. They're probably a lot of them going to get into the Senate. Are you uh, OK with that? Are, are they? Are they allowed to well, be if they're senators? convicted? If they're convicted, I mean, they have to have a fair trial. Mm. But if they're convicted of their of a crime, oh, then, they're guilty. Uh, yeah, then they're not eligible to hold public office while they're they're not allowed. Oh, okay, a lot of them are a bit annoyed um, that that their first election they don't get to to you know pick who they well, want. Well, I mean, to like we have we said what the laws were, and like yeah. using violence to overthrow the government is against the law. Now, there's still a lot of people like kind of like, listen, no amount of orgies is going to change your mind here. We want to elect those guys. Are you going to still say, no, look, elect people that I allow you to elect or you're not allowed? To elect. Oh, you're making you're twisting my words. I'm not saying allow elect people. I'm allowing you to elect. I'm saying a lot. You can elect whoever you like as long as they're legally eligible to run for office. And people who are in jail who've been convicted of a crime are not eligible. So they've elected someone else. They've elected a lot of senators who aren't in jail, but are promising to get those people, uh, what's the word, released from prison. Yeah. Are, are they allowed or are you just like, look, no, I make the big decisions. No. Well, I mean, we've set up the rules and the rules can be amended if the people want to change the laws so mm. that they can like release violent criminals. I mean, that's what they're doing. I, you I have the final say. Well, I don't I'm I'm not going to tell the people they just because they have that position that they can't run for office and if that's right. what the people want to elect i mean we do the best we can trying to educate the population but that's the problem with democracies they want to vote for make a mistake you know that's that's, that's what yeah. happens they, so they happen. are allow they are releasing those guys then because that's seemingly what they want to do um, i guess so fair enough <laughs> you seem thrilled <laughs> i mean I'm going to have to, I mean, frankly, I want to set up the whole country and I want to like get things going and make this a, a place where people are really happy. Mm. And then I want to retire. Oh, I yeah. don't want to be, I don't want to be like president or CAD for life. I want to just like get things going and then go, great, you guys, I hope it works out. I'm done. Cause I want to just like chill and I prefer not to work. Right. So <laughs> if I could just like do my orgies watch tv you know eat some good food i don't need to be in charge i'm just doing it to help you guys if you, if you don't want me to be doing this anymore hey i'm not it's not like i get a big salary from being the chief administrator so like i can make more money in the private sector this is a this is public service so if you don't want me to do it anymore that's fine run your own country I, okay so so that's the message you're sending to people as they're releasing the the coup plotters right you're just these saying are the people, these are the people that didn't that that don't want me to be the chief yeah. administrator anymore and they want the the criminals to be the chief administrator screw them like, hey i tried my best well i was going to say 
um, just with the whole coup attempt and stuff that, again, it's not like everyone in the country wanted you out, for instance, right? A lot, yeah. Loads of people. There's only 25%. Only 25%. So you have 75%. How did they win if there was only 25%? And there was a lot of sympathizers. And honestly, they had great debates. They okay. were mass. They were very good at it. I'm not going for that obvious joke. But um, just for the rest of them, your council is just asking, do you want to organize a photo op just to to give everyone an idea that, hey, you're still in charge. You're the boss around here. Everything's cool. After the coup? Yeah, just a, a photo op. Like, like you know how... Uh, I think I'm probably, like, you know, going back to my house and, like, getting some armed guards to make sure I'm okay. I don't think I... So we'll take photos of that, you behind a load of armed guards. Yeah, With sure. a thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Just, like, you're, you're on your own now. You look <laughs> with at... the headline. You're on your own. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's like, if you want to do a coup... Then like, I'm not going to stop you. I mean, it's, you know, hey, look, you think you can do better? Go for it. So the headline is actually in other newspapers is armed guards are fundamental. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's like if you want to use violence, I got to protect myself. I'm not going to use my armed guards to hurt anyone. But, you know, I'm just want to like chill out and, and I don't want people to come in after me. God, it's kind of unfortunate Anderson has retired because I'd love to have got you on to an interview for this this part of it where you're explaining, hey, look, I'm getting a lot of military in around me. But I'll say for the last question, it's as you mentioned there a few minutes ago, that you want to set up the country and you don't want to live just doing this job forever where you're constantly yeah. have to battle, put out fires and everything. So at a certain point, I imagine, you're going to be thinking about an heir, right? Like, who are you going to pass it off to? Well... Are, you mean the government? Where it's not a hereditary yeah. system. Oh, not... but I mean, you would name whoever you want to like, listen, you have my position, I'm leaving. Oh, well, I think if, if you know, during the, my administration, mm. if, you know, the vice administrator had been doing a good job, I would say, well, looks like this man or woman is eminently what? qualified to take over. It's not going to be like my son or anything. It's like not a hereditary thing, but... And if it's like they didn't do a good job, then, you know, I would, if there's an election, there's going to be an election, mm. whoever's running, I would say, oh, I throw my support behind the one that I thought was doing, uh, would be a, doing a better job. So, so it's like, not like, there's no air. It's just like, I could have a preference. So do you think if we'll say the, the lead senator, what do you usually call the, the majority senator or whatever in the Senate? Sure. Um, and hey, they're doing a good job. They're the one, they're the sole person who would prefer to see you alive and well <laughs> and happy. Yeah, yeah. So it's seemingly fine. When you announce that they are going to be taking your position, whatever way that may be, are, do you plan to stay in your beach house? Or are you going to move back to America? Or where, where no, are you going? I'm staying there. Like, I think this is, I live in a, in cool a place. paradise. Fabulon's amazing. I'm, a, I'm staying put. I mean, and I think if, if the, the person that I put my support behind gets elected and mm. things should continue to be great. And I'll just be a happy citizen. And, you know, will you be safe if they take away all the armed guards? Cause they're like, Oh, I well mean, he doesn't have political power anymore. I mean, it depends. Did the, did the coup people win or did the person I wanted to win win? Oh, for the leader. Yeah. No, your person, the, the main Senator who was, Oh yeah. Then I'm that's fine. I don't need armed guards. I mean, I might have one just like in case there's some crazy people. Oh, what's like, your name? You know, the, the one guard. Yeah. Uh, Boswell. Boswell. Wait, is yeah. that Charlie's Angels? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He doesn't look like Bill Murray. No, wait, was Bill Murray Boswell? He was, yeah, good memory. Yeah. yeah. He was in the movie. So he looks suspiciously like Bill Murray. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Fair enough. Um, well, I think I think I Charlie's Angels Bosley. Bosley. Yes. 
It Mine's is Boswell. Boswell. Yours is Boswell so, for copyright person. reasons. Yeah, my Boswell is it's a younger man and he's um he's got some training in martial arts. Right. So a fifteen year old Boswell is Garden, you know. Yeah. Fifteen year old Boswell. Is he from Finland as well? Sure. He could be <laughs> or, or you know, he could be from anywhere. He could be from, you know, New Zealand. Okay, New Zealand, fifteen-year-old called Boswell, trained in martial arts, is now guarding the former CAD. Is yeah. the end of this ridiculous, fabulous. I said he was a young man. I didn't say he was fifteen. You said he was. I 15. assumed. I assumed when I hear fifteen. When you're in Ireland and you hear young man, you assume fifteen. Um, okay, that's the end of it. I mean, do you have any last note for your citizens as you like going back into your house? You're not taking part in any activities or anything. I, I would just say, as my farewell address, I would just say I feel like. You know, I've done my best to have a, a well-educated populace that's going to um, support the principles of our great nation. And I trust you to carry on the mission and you're able to carry on this country without me now because you've, you know, been educated to, to do it and you don't need my help anymore. And now go away and you close the door. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm not getting into it, but it is funny that I never went back to when you said, let's continue on our mission. And I was like, I have no idea what this mission is. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody has a clue. Nobody's ever asked. <laughs> they just figure, look, let him have it. Um, yeah, because in their head, they're like, they, they all think the mission is what they want it to be. Ah, um, oh, that's very clever. Yeah. You let people think you that. You left it a little vague. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right, David, that is Fabulon's tumultuous history where there was two and a half million quarter of the nation tried to destroy the, the ruler. Do you, do you have any um, social media or anything you want to plug? Like for Fabulon, like to come move to Fabulon? <laughs> you can. Yeah. I meant for yourself, to be honest, this is, you, you've ended your journey as um, CAD is over. I mean, I, the thing is that whenever I do podcasts, I, I always just say, well, you can follow me on Twitter. Now that with, with Elon Musk, it's like by time this airs, Twitter could be oh, out of business. So, I mean, I'm David H. Steinberg. All I'll say is that fortunately, while using my middle initial, I'm David H. Steinberg everywhere. And if yeah. Twitter stops existing, you can find me somewhere else, whatever that might be, Mastodon or Instagram or anywhere. It's always the same. I'm always David H. Steinberg, my Patreon. If you're looking for me, it's easy to find. Cool. Okay. That's the end of this Terrence and Training podcast. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. And I'll be back at some point soon. Thanks, David. Goodbye. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Cheers.